The galaxy is full of film, and this is the Galaxy of Film Podcast. And welcome back to the brand new episode of Galaxy of Film. I'm joined with my co-host today, Danilo. How are you doing this week? It's been about a week and a half, man. How am I doing, dude? I'm half zooted and I'm half drunk. I couldn't be better. And it's Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, I can tell you're fucking wasted, dude. <laughs> Jesus and I Christ. ate 16 French toast sticks, bro. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, we're, we're not alone this week. Returning guest star... Silver, aka Star Wars Thrifting, welcome back. How have you been? I'm good. I really miss you guys. Thanks for having me back on. Of course. We had a blast talking to you about The Phantom Menace a couple weeks ago, and we're glad you came back. Um, Speaking of blast... Speaking dude, of... That was, your, that was your setup. Isn't he from the Blast Point podcast or whatever? Jesus. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. No. No? <laughs> no, I am Okay. Not. Great. <laughs> that was a great setup, though, if you were. You cannot deny been, that. It, it would have been good. That's true. Thank you. Oh, All Jesus right. Christ. Thanks All for right. that, that intro. Edit that out. Edit that one. Introducing our second guest star this week, we have Brian, a.k.a. Astro Droid, um, co-host of the Ebon Hawk podcast and host of the Drink the Movies podcast. Welcome, sir. Yeah, thanks for having me. I did not get any of those French toast sticks, but that's okay. I'm happy to be here anyway. Uh, happy Cinco de Mayo, and uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Happy to happy to be here. Talk a little bit of movie. You also didn't get the Blast Poison podcast. <laughs> Dude, yeah, yeah. man, honest mistake, honest mistake, honest mistake. So um, mm-hmm. go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself for the first time since you're new on our show. Yeah, so um, yeah, like Max said, uh, my name's Brian. Uh, you know, big into Star Wars, big into movies. I got kind of into the Star Wars Instagram scene uh, a little over a year ago, kind of when everyone was uh, bored and looking for things to do. So, you know, same kind of situation for me there. I uh, got into it and you know, started doing a couple podcasts. So I started doing Drink the Movies uh, podcast, which is a cocktail and movie-based uh, podcast. We started that up in December, and then I just recently, um, about a month ago, uh, took over as one of the co-hosts on the Evan Hawk podcast, uh, which mm-hmm. is a Star Wars and uh, Knights of the Old Republic kind of centric uh, podcast there. So, yeah, that's uh, a little bit about me. So, yeah, It's great to have you on, man. I really enjoy listening to, um, to Evan Hawk now that you're joined on as a co-host, especially. Yeah. Thank um, you. I was listening to one of your Drink the Movies episodes this morning, your Once Upon a Time in Hollywood episode. Mm-hmm. I got about halfway through that before I had to work this morning. I love that movie, dude. Yeah, so. that was a fun one. And we did a flight of whiskey sours. So mm-hmm. instead yeah. of doing one drink, yeah. we did three. So it was three times better than a normal episode. Sure. <laughs> it's interesting stuff seeing you, you know, going through the different cocktail recipes while reviewing the movie as well. It's a nice mm-hmm. hand-in-hand combination. I haven't seen a lot of people do that. It's pretty nice. Yeah, we were uh, when we were decided to do the podcast we were trying to figure out a way to kind of differentiate it and mm-hmm. you know we're uh Michaela my co-host on that one uh she and I are both into cocktails and both into movies so we decided we'd try to kind of tie the two together so yeah I really enjoy listening man I look forward to hearing some more stuff on there for sure um oh, thank you have you have you already done a Big Lebowski episode 
We have not done Big Lebowski yet. It's, you know, it's on the list and that's one of the big ones that people think of when they think of a movie-based cocktail. So kind of low-hanging fruit, so we're leaving like that and the James Bonds were kind of have those set aside, you know, for a rainy day in case we, you know, are having trouble coming up with something. We'll be able to have the uh, kind of the classics to fall back on. That's a good point. Not not a bad idea, honestly, because I assume at some point, you know, it gets kind of tough thinking of, both a cocktail with the film kind of mm-hmm. things. I get it. I get it. Um, but this week, we're talking about the new Star Wars show, the series premiere, The Bad Batch. Um, this is kind of a May the 4th Be With You special, even though we're recording it on May 5th and uploading it May 6th. <laughs> um, but for okay. those, But for those who aren't interested in Star Wars and just here for a movie review, we will be talking about the A-Team after we get through the Star Wars stuff. Um, but first off, oh, go ahead, Daniel. Nothing. It wasn't worth it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it, wasn't it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it, dude. You gotta commit. Yeah. It wasn't worth it, man. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, first, a couple announcements. Bruh. The first, a couple <laughs> announcements. The the uh, the fuck Jerry little stickers will be sent out this week. I have them packaged up. Just haven't had a chance to go to the post office because, for whatever reason, the post office here closes at three. It's weird. Yeah, dude, they're government employees, man. They would like to go home. Okay, okay. Thanks, Daniel. Make me sound like a dick. It's a post office, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. You remember when everyone was shut down except for the post office? No. Yeah. Thank our post office people, man. That outfit goes hard. The fit. Oh, okay. Drip check. USPS. Okay, well... No, USPS. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, also, another announcement. I didn't realize this was a thing when we were doing the giveaway, Danilo. I didn't realize iTunes reviews are separated by country. Yes, man. What? I did not... How often do we, we have yeah. nine iTunes reviews? Like, not like I was just going through different countries. No, I didn't know it was a thing. Windows user... Use Mac too, dipshit. All right. Windows anyway, <laughs> um, so I went ahead. I'm hooking her up with a Jared Leto sticker for sure. She's been a real supporter of the show. Um, in the UK, we have an iTunes oh. review from Daniel Campbell titled yes. "Love These Guys," and it says, "I really like this podcast. It's really engaging and easy to listen to. I listened to podcasts at work and found myself laughing like an idiot to myself in parts." Great films covered and a nice balance of different opinions. Also got me to check out a few films. Love it. Love it. We'll be listening every week. Thank you, Danielle. I've been in contact with you. You're getting your stickers. Um, Is she the one we talked to on Twitter? Yes, that is her. Dude! Absolute icon. Yeah, you and Gamer Herald are the are the top goats. Are yeah. supporters for sure. Greatest of all times. <laughs> um. Let's go ahead. We've got a bit of news to go this week. Not too, too much, though. Um, let's go ahead and start off with Selena Gomez has been cast in a thriller film called Spiral. However, this is not the upcoming Book of Saw film. But it's a thriller that follows a former social media influencer whose addiction to social media is causing her body to literally fall apart. And Drake will be an executive producer. Silver, how hey, do you feel about this? Cha- Champagne Poppy? Yes, champagne poppy. Champagne poppy. Right. You mean Jimmy? Jimmy from Degrassi? Wheelchair <laughs> boy. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, sure. Um, we'll see. I'm Drake's been. I mean, he's been around for a long time, so it's kind of kind of interesting to see, you know, him take on producing. Yeah, it's kind of weird. With that. Yeah, he's honest. I mean, the way every time I think about Drake, I mean, yeah, he's a big, you know, music music star, but you know, he did start off in television. So um, it'll be kind of interesting to kind of see just, you know, him taking on uh, producing. So I'm always into like, you know, especially people who've been around and like in the business for a long time. I always like, you know, just interested to see kind of where they can expand your career, go after it. Let's see what you can do. So yeah, I agree with exciting. that. I like Selena Gomez. I love Selena Gomez. I'm, I'm very thrilled to see her do something again that's better than uh, Dead Don't Die, that was pretty awful. Would not recommend Yeah, for sure. That at all. Uh, Brian, how do you feel about this? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, put Selena Gomez and Drake together. Uh, I think you're going to get some uh, magic there for sure. No, um, I think it'll be pretty good. It sounds like an interesting, you know, premise for a, mm-hmm. you know, modern day kind of horror thing. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, interesting premise. Yeah, I'll check it out. Sounds good to me. Um, Danilo, any any comments on this spiral film that's not the spiral you're looking forward to in two weeks? <laughs> uh, yeah, this is either probably going to be the stupidest thing we're ever all going to watch, or something very very good. As up up there as almost Get Out, I would say. I think there's not going to be it in the middle between this. Um, okay. Is Drake act, is Drake acting in it? He's just producing. Producing, okay. Selena Gomez is acting in it. Yeah, though, she's right? starring in it. Okay, this sounds like a Black Mirror episode, but turned into a movie form. Okay, um, I still need to watch that. You haven't seen one episode? No, dude, I've been watching a oh. bunch of other stuff. Yeah, okay, like what, Shrek, the B-movie? Either of those answers are acceptable. Alright, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I am excited for this. I do like Selena Gomez, which is a way we place. Absolutely awesome. But it sounds like that Ingrid Goes West film a bit. You watched that. Yeah, I liked Ingrid Goes West. Okay, dude. That, what the hell? That was a weird-ass movie. It's all right. Just weird. So I like it. Um, I'm excited. We'll see. Um, Next up, I'm thrilled about this. I love this man's work. Donald Glover has revealed he's writing a trilogy of movies. And that's the only comment he's made. And he also says that Atlanta Season 3 will be released early 2022. Love Atlanta. Um, I mean, like, like Lakeith Stanfield's phenomenal in it. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. You know, I love Donald Glover, and I have full faith in anything that man does. Brian, how do you mm-hmm. like Donald Glover? Are you looking forward to this news? Yeah, Donald Glover is uh, excellent, and he's a great actor, and he's hilarious, and he's insanely talented. So mm-hmm. I can't imagine that any sort of film that he decides to write would be anything, you know but just some sort of weird genius level kind of thing. Um, Atlanta is really good. I only ever watched the first season of it. Um, okay. Kind of fell off of it after that. But um, yeah, so happy, you know, that's still carrying on for him. But yeah, love Donald Glover. So yeah, season two took like three years to come out. Um, and it's been another three years since season two came out. And But he, thankfully he's filming season three and four back to back. So... Hopefully it won't be as big as a gap with that, but Atlanta's pretty good. Um, Silver, any comments on this news? 
Yeah, I think it's really exciting. I think Donald Glover overall is just a fantastic storyteller. I mean, not mm-hmm. just especially like, you know, I'm a big, I'm a huge fan of his music. Um, I love you know, Couch like Gambino. In, in it, yeah, just in his in his songs, um, just like I, it is. It is going to be really exciting to um, to give him. You know, he's going to have more. You know, to kind of show off his creativity and you know, just mm-hmm. overall tell stories because that's what he loves doing. Um, and yeah, a trilogy that's that's even better. You know, now you can really fully, if he wants to tell a you know tell a story, he's gonna have the opportunity to do so um, with the trilogy. So mm-hmm. I'm actually really looking forward to it. I think he's a fantastic. I mean, I think he's a very talented, you know, human being. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly, anything that he's he's in, he's you know does, I really look forward to. So. Yeah, if he's gonna have a trilogy, he's gonna have some time to, you know, tell a story that he wants. So, I'm glad you mentioned his his music. Did you ever watch Guava Island? Yes, I did. Maybe I'm we can cover that one day. I love his stuff. Yeah. We um. Invite me on. Invite me on when you do. I got you. I got you. You know I do. <laughs> um, my friends and I back in 2018, right when like Hurricane Florence hit, I Brian, you know we hit bad here, bad bad. Um. I like t- I got into a bad car accident the night before it hit, and that was the night I was going to head to Philadelphia to see him live. Thank God, Donald broke his foot on stage like a week later. I was able to get tickets to his show in Nashville, and we got to see him like in like the third row. It was an amazing experience. I have his tour poster hanging up in the hallway right now. Uh, I, I adore yeah. everything this man does. Yeah, for um, sure. He's he's very very talented. Yeah, and hopefully, oh. and hopefully we'll get uh, Ludwig Göransson. Uh, will come on to uh, score it because he's worked. They've worked together under Childish Gambino. So I think he did so, all of his albums. Yeah. So yeah. So get him yeah. on there. That that'll just be amazing. So dynamic really? duo. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be awesome. I didn't even consider that. That'd be that'd be dope, man. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Danilo, any comments? Who's writing that, that static shock movie? That static movie for DC? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's Dakari's Avatar. It's that black superhero with DC. Yeah, I know who Stat- I know who Static Shock is. I love Static Shock. Okay. I like the I think show. He's writing a, I think he's writing a trilogy for that. You think Donald Glover is writing a static shock trilogy? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a superhero story he's writing. And I think it'll be Static Shock. If not, it'll just be a different superhero. But there's a Static Shock movie that's supposed to happen. Michael B. Jordan knows about it. Mm-hmm. Very little details about who's writing it, from what I can gather on Google, on Mr. Google. And I think it's Childish helping write it. Maybe not fully writing it, but helping writing it. I'd be I'd be okay with that. I really liked the, the Static Shock cartoon growing up when they were doing the, the Justice League show that was a sequel to the Batman animated stuff. I yeah. enjoyed the hell out of that show. I'd be down to see that kind of teamwork. I remember there's a couple only, years so ago. Good. There's only so many things you can do when you say you're writing a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and representation's a big thing. I imagine for Childish Gambino, considering he had that This Is America song way back when. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the same guy, right? Yeah. yeah. So I imagine it's going to be a superhero or something like that. Okay. Um, I Which remember I, a couple I of years ago see. when like the DCE was first like announcing its castings, 
remember Jaden Smith was in talk to play Static Shock. I remember that too. Yeah. I Back when that. uh when Jada joined Gotham, and that was right when Will was confirmed to be Deadshot. That was, that was a time, man. Gosh. Um. That was a good time <laughs> until we saw the products, and then you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Up next, um, I don't know if anyone has anything to comment on this other than Danilo. A Clockwork Orange is finally getting its 4K re-release. I know you're excited. You love this movie. Um, you're going to be buying this day one, I assume? Dude, I'm going to buy two. One so I can watch and one to just have on a shelf. This movie might be one of the most disturbing movies I've watched when I was like 14 years old. <laughs> but it was the greatest movie I ever saw. And then I watched it again, obviously, when I'm older, and I took a lot more away from it. But I remember, dude, I was such a troublemaker in uh, high school and all that shit. Such an iconic movie. I love it. I love anything that Kubrick does. And 4K, Steelbook, I'm there for it. Okay, I am sweet. Do you have any ideas for artwork for the Steelbook? Yeah, I think it's going to be orange, all orange, with just a single glass of milk on the front. So I like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, kind of like uh, for that. I'm down for the the single color thing, kind of like The Shining, how it was yellow with the maze and black. I like that. It'll be, I, yeah, kind of like that. Yep. I like that a I'm lot. I'm pissed I didn't buy that. I'm kicking myself too. That thing was in stock for a year and a half at thirty four ninety nine, and now it's over a hundred dollars. Dude, I'm mad I didn't get the Winter Soldier steel, but that's like one twenty. I don't. I don't need cartoon movies, dude. I don't, I don't need non-cinema in my collection here okay yeah i can tell who, who you've been watching <laughs> oh jesus christ um up next finn whitrock has been cast as guy gardner in the hbo uh, max green lantern series i have no clue who this is um yeah silver any comments on this um i actually have no idea who that is either Okay, glad we're in the I'm same boat. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, any uh, comments? I, no, so I just, uh, I did not know who he was. I wasn't familiar with the name, but he is uh, one of the uh, bad guys in a couple of the American Horror Story seasons, and he's excellent in that. So, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. That sounds good. Let's right, bring that on. I, I like the Green Lantern, so, yeah, mm -hmm. I think he'd be a good fit for that, actually. Yeah, that makes sense. Sweet. Um, Danilo, any comments? I know you don't care about this franchise. What was the franchise? <laughs> the DC. What's the Green Lantern. <laughs> oh, the Green Lantern thing? Yeah. Dude, let's see it. Oh, I'm that's the only the positive, positive Hang thing on, you said about minute, that. Give me a minute. Oh, Jesus Christ. This guy's destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> so, the listeners out there obviously can't see this because we're in audio form. However, though, you might be thinking to yourself, Danilo, I thought you only collect movies that you think are cinema in your collection. Of course I do. And one movie that I have, The Green Lantern Extended Cut. Whoa. So yeah, I'm excited for it. <laughs> I am excited. I don't care who shows up, man. You can cast anyone as The Green Lantern, throw whoever you want in there. I'm watching it. <laughs> Green Lantern all the way, baby. All right, then. Um, next up, I know this is basically bullshit. Um, Andrew Garfield denies being cast in No Way Home. I, NDAs, it's a thing. He's in the movie, let's be real. Um, any comment? Danilo, I know you're a big fan of Andrew Garfield. 
Oh, dude, I just think this is Andrew kind of, you know, tickling us a bit, getting us all anticipated for the new movie. Um, you think Andrew's a foreplay kind of guy? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, take, I take it to a certain level. You take it beyond that level. And that's just not cool. But yes, so I do, you... do to answer your question. To answer your question, <laughs> there yeah, we go. Okay. <laughs> but um, I think we're gonna see him post credit scene. Really? I don't. I don't think we're gonna see these guys as soon as oh, the movie wow. starts. Okay. I think we'll see Toby the third act, and I think at post credit will be Andrew. And I only think it's Andrew at the at the post credit because no one likes those movies. Those are people dog on them, except for me, and people who have taste in good movies. <laughs> Yeah, people that have the Green Lantern on Blu-ray. You got that right, dude. <laughs> Theatrical and extended cut versions. Jesus. You um, can't beat that. The next bit I wanted to go ahead and, and talk about, because we, we kind of blue-balled our listeners for the oh, past couple okay. weeks about this. Watch the oh. language, bro. Watch the language, man. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Okay, because we, we got the dates wrong like two weeks in a row. Um, oh yeah, the Oscars, <laughs> and I'm very eager to hear your thoughts, Brian. I I, I know you did a, an episode on Drink the Movies about the Oscars. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to it because yep. I wanted a good reaction tonight to yep. your response. Mm-hmm. Um, what are what are your thoughts on the Oscars this year? Um, kind of my overall thoughts of the Oscars were. Um, I like the way that it was presented because they had to do it, you know, much differently, right? With the, mm-hmm. with everything going on. So just the way that it kind of looked and felt, I, I liked that. Um, by and large, things were mostly kind of the way everyone figured with the exception of a couple. Um, the, the notable one there probably being uh, the Best Actor Award and kind of the way that the show ended. So that was mm-hmm. that was kind of the, the big takeaway. But I don't think uh, Nomadland and Chloe Zhao winning, I don't think either of those were big surprises. Um, and really any of the other kind of acting categories. I don't think any of those were super big surprises, but Mm -hmm. uh, Chadwick Boseman uh, not winning, I think was kind of a surprise to everyone. Uh, Now, that being said, if you've not watched The Father, you should, because Anthony Hopkins is absolutely unbelievably good in it. So it's people, you know, 99% of people expected uh, Chadwick to win, but it, it was well warranted, I think, for Anthony Hopkins, so... Uh, but but it's tough, right? So, so did you watch Ma Rainey as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, based off your opinion, because I know you did a whole, um, you know, like a bracket for the Oscars, because yep. you did that whole giveaway, mm-hmm. which was one of the coolest giveaways I've seen, dude. You had a glass etching of your podcasting. That's awesome. I love that idea. Mm-hmm. That is the most Thank perfectly you. fitting thing for your show. I loved it. Um, what would, what would your picks be? Like, do you agree with um, like best actor, best actress, and um, best picture? Maybe those top three ones. Yeah. So, um, of those, I actually let's see. So no, I was, I was wrong on on those three. Um, okay. Hindsight being twenty twenty, if you would have asked me to like put down some money on who I thought was going to be uh, best picture, I would have picked Nomadland. But in my bracket i picked trial the chicago seven um is my okay. best picture um uh best actor i i had picked chadwick boseman um mm-hmm. and for best actress i had picked um uh from promising young woman uh, carrie mulligan yeah carrie mulligan 
from Promising Young Woman, but I think Frances McDormand was the smart choice, and she was probably always going to win that one. So, um, okay. yeah, kind of the kind of the picks I made, I, you know, a little bit more with my heart, but but with my head, I think those picks kind of lined up with. Fair with enough. Fair enough. I, I mean, what I what I would have thought that the Academy would have done for sure. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Silver, what did you feel about the Oscars? What were your what were your picks compared to what we got? Just for those top three. Yeah, I I'm kind of like I just I'm always choosing with my heart because it's just like mm-hmm. I really love Rise Ahmed and Sound of Metal. That was mm-hmm. uh, you know I absolutely adored that movie. I adored everything about it. I loved him as you know as an actor. I was really hope I was you know hoping for him too. But I honestly I I thought Chadwick was fantastic. So the way how it ended was just so bizarre. Um, overall, yeah. I thought the show was great. Like, the production, everything about the show was, like, the way... I just thought the production of the show was fantastic. Um, as far as, you know, that, you know the winning... Um, I actually really enjoyed that they spend more time giving, um, you know, like, hair and makeup. Like, you know, everybody kind of had, like, their moment to shine. Like, all these mm-hmm. categories that really don't. Just because, like, you know, when there's a huge Oscar show, it's always like, well, who else is there? Like, you know, it's kind of like mm. a big show, but this was a little bit more intimate. I really felt that they were able to celebrate, um, you know, more of the categories and more of the people who work, who work, who do work behind the camera. So I thought that was really, really, really cool. Um, yeah, um, I thought Anthony Hopkins was fantastic in The Father. Um, it, <laughs> Again, it was just really bizarre. I was just taken, just thrown off just how they set up a lot. You know, because even like traditionally, traditionally best actor is red, best picture is red last. But they Mm -hmm. put the best actor for the end. So it was kind of like, well, that makes, you know, it would obviously make sense. It was just really weird how they set that up. So, um and not only Anthony Hopkins was even there to even like present the award, nobody was there to even accept the award on his behalf, which was even strange. So like it, he dropped the bomb and then they ended the show, which kind of just was just so weird. Um, but I mean, overall, I enjoyed the production. I enjoyed, you know, I was really happy with, again, a lot of representation for the folks who do work in film, who do, you know, who had their you know moment of shine and stuff? Um, thought No Man Land was fantastic. Um, so yeah, I think overall, I kind of I don't think I was way off. Um, but I mean, I just really if Chadwick wasn't going to get it, then I was hoping my boy Riz would. But I um go that way. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to see No Man Land. Still, I, I need to. I know it's on Hulu. Um, now, Danilo, we talked, I think we talked about last week, you know, because we recorded last week on the day of the Oscars, right? Um, we talked last week about how, you know, the Oscars are usually an event, you know, you ordered a pizza, you get some friends together, why not? And so after our conversation, that's exactly what I did. I ordered a pizza, invited a friend over, we had drinks, we watched it, man. And I gotta say, like, yeah, in terms of a production, it was right. it was different for sure, for sure different. Um, I really like Brian Cranston's speech. We was going through the actual Dolby Cinema, or the Dolby Theater. Nice speech. Um, I was rooting for Minari, even though I haven't seen it yet. Just because it's A24, I wanted them to have another award under their belt. Um, 
Yeah, obviously I was voting for Chadwick when I didn't really care who won Best Actress this year. No one really stuck out to me. Um, I didn't. I thought Promising Young Woman was okay. Um, Carrie Mulligan just didn't do too much for me in that movie compared to. I think Margot Robbie would have been better, but she produced it, so I know she's at least involved, kind of thing. But Carrie Mulligan just didn't stick the landing too much for me. Um, so in that field, I just I kind of expected her almost because I know it was very well received. Um, but Danilo, what are what are your thoughts on the Oscars? I know you were texting me during it. Did you do anything special like you were planning to last week? Yeah, I did the same as you. Just got a hot and ready, and cracked open the Corona, and that was about it. And just watched it. Um, I was excited. I, I was happy some things won. I think there were a lot of snubs though for that. I think I don't know where where the hell the love was for Tenet was, with sound effects, visual effects, yeah. cinematography. I don't know where the love for that was. I am happy though. Promising Young Woman did win for best original screenplay. I did really much enjoy that movie. I think. I like Carrie Mulligan in it. Um, I didn't see Nomadland, you know, but I think they just went with the safest choice of Frances again, Mm -hmm. you know. Not that I don't think she gave her a bad performance, but, you know, they like her, so they gave her a chance. Um, Production-wise, it was fine. It was boring to me. I like seeing everyone together there. I like seeing, you know, people get up, people falling, people messing up, and, you know, I, I just like seeing all the flubs that happen. You know, when it is uh, without a host and things like that. And yeah, I don't know what the hell they were thinking with Chadwick Boseman there. I don't know where wh- whose bright idea that was. Mm. But that was atrocious. I've never seen something more cringeworthy in my life. And I went to a Catholic high school for four years. <laughs> and I'm not Catholic. So, you know, it was like, what am I watching here? So we moved Best Picture just to the middle of the show for some fucking reason. Okay, that's fine. Then we get actress. Okay, whatever. So if you're gonna put actor at the end, you need to know he's gonna win best actor. If you just didn't look in the fucking envelope, Mm -hmm. then you're screwed. Yeah, And that's exactly what happened. They were screwed. Joaquin Phoenix went up there, he's like, Anthony Hopkins is not here. The Academy accepts his award. Good night. And then the guy from one of those talk show hosts, I forget what his name is. Uh, he Jimmy does Kimmel? The, yeah, he does the music or whatever, right? I, what's his name? Like Sway something? G? Huh? I don't know. I don't know what his name is, dude. Anyway, though. I was asleep. There. I turned it off. Okay, so someone, yeah, I think the guy from Jimmy Kimmel was there who did the Oh, music. it was, uh, it was uh, Questlove, right? Yeah, Questlove. Oh, from, uh, from The Roots. Yes, yeah, so Questlove yeah. was there. Jimmy Fallon. And he's like, thank you. For watching good night and that just ended and everyone's there yeah. scratching their head like the fuck what the fuck just happened here mm-hmm. it was so bizarre yeah it was bizarre it wasn't as bad as that moonlight la la land shit but it was bizarre <laughs> it was a bizarre ending to to the oscars i think um like brian said you know whoever won probably rightfully deserved it you know i as well when i did my oscar picks i went with my Heart, you know, for a lot of things, but thinking about it, you know, you, you kind of knew who was going to take some home. And yeah, I think Anthony Hopkins didn't not deserve it. I just think it was weird about why they set it up the way they did. But yeah, I mean, it was all right. I hope next year they're all back in person. So I hope so as well. Two um, years. No, one year. Yeah, one year. Yeah. 
Yeah. And in February, too, because it usually happens around my birthday, so that's what I do for my birthday. I watch the Oscars. Oh, that sounds exciting. It is. <laughs> you sound real disappointed. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, dude, next topic. What? <laughs> 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 All right. That, um, before that we get as abruptly as the Oscars. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> before we um, before we go ahead and get into the bad bad stuff, let's talk about some of the May Fourth things that dropped. Um, first, we have that Disney reveal of the retractable lightsaber. Um, I'm interested to hear your thoughts, Brian. What, what what do we got going on here? How do you feel about this? Um, I feel that it's amazing. So <laughs> I'm ready to go. I think on the, uh, Disney Instagram, they posted a little teaser of it and it mm-hmm. said, uh, look for it at the, uh, at the hotel, the Halcyon or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's called, which, um, I think was supposed to originally open, uh, this fall, maybe. Um, I think so. Yeah. It, it, said, it said 2022, but, uh, that's, uh, definitely something I'm real interested in going to do kind of no matter what the cost is. So uh, retractable lightsabers <laughs> sign me up. Did you notice that um, in the in the clip where Ray is like holding it up upwards compared to like where she slings it down, you can see mm. the tip does not fully go in. It's kind of weird. I mm. didn't notice that until I was watching the uh, Star Wars theory video on it. But yep. it looks cool for sure. It reminds me of those spring action lightsabers from like twenty like eight two thousand eight twenty ten. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I can't imagine how it's going to work in. <laughs> look realistic but if they're just teasing it now and they still have another year to kind of hone in on mm-hmm. what exactly they want it to do and i don't know if it's going to be just something that they're using in kind of like stage show type things or if they're going to be uh, more immersive and with the crowd so how close of a look you'll get at these and how much you know kind of stagecraft is going to play into it but yeah i think it's i think it's awesome so yeah i feel you um silver what are your thoughts on this yeah, um, that's. I got really excited with the little teaser they did with Ray, and I just at first I didn't think anything of it, and um, I real I, I think I realized after it was like it was a retractable lightsaber. I don't know. There's a just I was just scrolling through. That's how I was that. too. I didn't realize what I was watched. like. Wait, what was what was yeah? What was it? And everyone was like the retractable lightsaber, and I was like, wait, what? I just thought maybe they CGI the you know. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna. I just thought they were just promoting the, you know, the guest hotel or whatever. But um, it looks pretty cool. Um, I'm really excited. Uh, sign me up. Uh, the only thing that I looked at it, the hill is kind of big, mm-hmm. and that's just a me nitpicking. But I mean, it's a retractable lightsaber. Like, hello, like that's that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Uh, other than that, that's exciting. Just the hill was just. Oh, that's a little too big for a lightsaber, but again, that's just me nitpicking. I agree. It looked kind of like some of the the earlier Hasbro lightsabers from um, the prequel area. Yeah. yeah. Danilo, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on this thing? Sure. It's huge. The hilt is huge, and it probably weighs <laughs> and it probably weighs like ten pounds. I'm not kidding. You think I'm? You're laughing, but I'm not kidding. The technology mm-hmm. they need to make this—it's gonna be quite big, quite bulky. 
I mean, if you look at the way she holds it, she holds it a certain way so you don't see how much, I don't know, what it's girth is there. <laughs> you know? That, that's what it's called, man. That's what it's called. I, I'm just laughing at the way you said it. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's there. And it's big. So it's, I don't know. It's going to be weird. And I, I, I don't know what they're going to do with it. I don't, like, uh, like Brian said, are they going to let, you know, maybe people buy it? Or are they just keeping it for, like... You know the show and things like that looks cool don't get me wrong but it looks very clunky if you were to own one and it doesn't look like it would fit in the collection like it looks like it it would instantly stand out (laughs) okay stop that's what it looks like man but it looked cool and you know what they're gonna probably make absolute bank if this opens up in 2022 with celebration oh i forgot about that thing they're gonna make absolute bank on that hotel. Well, the, Jesus, the hotel dude. the hotel's gonna be in Orlando and celebrations and Oh it oh it's not uh, in California? Right. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. in Orlando, yeah. Oh, I always thought Disney World land, same thing, but as you grow older you come to realize they're two different places. Jesus. Um I forgot to mention two things. Because like, I had the that? news was unedited on Google Docs. Bruh. Um, Bruh. Sorry, backtracking. Rookie real mistake. Quick. Um, Rookie mistake. Joker 2 is still in the works, apparently. Danila, what are your thoughts? Stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. <laughs> For the love of God, I don't need everything that's successful to be a goddamn franchise. I don't need Knives Out to be a franchise. And I don't need Joker 2 to be a franchise. And you know what? Marriage Story 2 wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> and I don't need that to be a franchise. And Parasite, dude. You know... <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get angry, bro. I don't want to get angry before the bad batch. Silver, what are your thoughts on jokes? <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't realize that they were yeah. Um, sure, whatever. I I enjoyed the movie. I enjoy Joaquin Phoenix, so let, uh, hopefully it's good. I mean, again, you never know with like part two, so. Yeah. Um, sequels and stuff. So, um, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of with Danilo also. It's like, I wasn't asking for it. I just thought the story ended pretty, mm-hmm. the movie ended pretty fine for me. Um, but, I don't know. I'm kind of impartial. Whatever. Got it. Fair enough. Brian, what yeah, are you like it oh. like it, It's not like it ended on a cliffhanger. Sorry, Brian. But. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. <laughs> No, I'm right. I'm right there with you. I don't see any real reason that there needs to be a sequel to it. I think if they wanted to do something in like a sequel realm, would be more interesting is if they did another one of the villains, uh, as opposed mm-hmm. to the Joker, and gave it kind of that similar treatment. But I don't know. I don't see any real reason to have a Joker to the Return of the Joker or whatever they <laughs> would call, call it. So. Joker, Joker Returns. Yeah. I um, this isn't news, but we're not doing a show segment this week that we usually do. Yeah. Um, so I want to go ahead and ask, kind of like a filler for that. Who the hell's been watching The Circle on Netflix? Stop, dude. No, has no one been? Wa- what the fuck, dude? I thought for sure that maybe Silver. I thought you had good taste in shows, Silver. I thought you'd be like, yeah, I've been watching it. Nice, and I was going to like give you a high five over the webcam. I was like. I was really like excited, but no, that's not happening today. 
Jesus Christ. I was too busy watching Oscar-winning Nomadland to watch The Circle. Yeah. Okay, dude. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> yeah. I was too busy watching Watchmen. You oh, haven't uh... watched That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'll check it out, though, because I... Lately, I've just been kind of re-watching just older just old shows that I've watched already. I don't know. The season finale but... dropped today. It's so addicting. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Good show. Up. Good show. I'm putting, this on my watch. I'm putting this on my watch list. There you go. Um, ah. Next time you're on the show, you better let me know how you like it. <laughs> uh, I'm putting it on my watch list. <laughs> well, sorry for interrupting everything. Uh, let's, let's continue yeah. back to the Bat Batch stuff. <laughs> um, so this was a bit of, um, I don't want to say a shocker, because it was a little bit weird. Um, we got a Simpsons short, The Force Awakens from its nap. Uh, it's three minutes long. You know, The Simpsons is my favorite show of all time. So, like, I'm here for it. Why not? Really? They're harmless. Even more, than, even more than The Clone Wars? Yeah, dude, I love The Simpsons. <clears throat> Are you serious? Yeah, dude, The Simpsons blows wow. everything for me. Oh, okay. I just didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Keep going. My bad. Um, but what's weird about this is all the rumors that we were going to get Star Tours, or Detours, excuse me, Star Wars Detours, and we got this instead. It's kind of weird. Um... Silver, did you did you watch The Force Awakens from its nap? And are you disappointing about no Star Wars detours? Um, yeah, a little bit. Um, uh, I mean, I'm always, I'm kind of used to saying we're gonna get something and <laughs> waiting a little bit. So, uh, I did check out the, uh, the uh, Simpsons little short, and I thought it was oh, you. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, there was a Simpson animated style Ahsoka, and I was like, "What is going on?" It was the story was just all—I mean, it was just all over the place. I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, yeah. All three. I mean, <laughs> that, yeah, that mall baby chasing her was hilarious. I loved it. I love. I'm. I'm also like Emac. I do love the Simpsons. Um, it. Been watching. I mean, I ever since I was a kid. Maybe it was mm-hmm. probably something I should have been watching as a kid. I'm not sure. Whatever. My parents were like, you know, didn't care. It was a cartoon. So I, it, I, I love The Simpsons. I that's like my comfort. Little, um, I can put it on, and that's my comfort thing. So, um, yeah, this was a nice little fun May the Fourth little side special they had. That was cool. I'm glad you you mentioned that it's kind of your comfort thing. Um. My, my parents growing up were, like, oddly strict about things. Like, my dad didn't care about mm-hmm. Harry Potter. My mom didn't like it. My yeah. mom loved watching Hannah Montana with me. My dad did not want me watching it. It was, we- yeah. like, a constant battle what I could watch and what I couldn't watch. But yeah. they both, from, like, basically from when I was born, they were like, Simpsons is okay. It was weird. Yeah. So, always yeah. grew up, that was the Sunday show... Um, yeah, like, I was, like, four or five years old, and it was from the episode where Groundskeeper Willie has to, like, go through the air duct in the school to save something, (laughs) and he's, like, screaming up, grease me up, woman! I I would quote that at school. I was that weird Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, yeah, um, my, well, my grandma, she babysat us, um, when I was younger, you know, she speaks you know, barely, you know, doesn't really understand English, you know, Mexican grandma, just 
was still in the cartoons and it was the Simpsons and you know we were just as kids just like watching it and a lot of like early cartoons like even like I, I laugh at like Nickelodeon stuff like you know Rocko's Modern Life was a big cartoon I watched as a kid and I'm like same um yeah that's pretty interesting guys <laughs> interesting choice of cartoons you guys let me watch but that's why I'm so messed up uh <laughs> no um yeah I know I was like whoa that's a uh, pretty did not know uh Rocco's day job was a uh, he was like a I don't know. It's hella funny, but yeah. Um, totally. <laughs> yeah, I'm the way I am, I guess. But um, no, those cartoons are the best. It's they're they're fantastic. That's why they lasted this long. Yeah, truly, they still hold up too. Um, they still hold up. Brian, what what are your thoughts on this Simpsons short we got in um, the No Star Wars Detours reveal? <laughs> Yes, so we got Simpsons, we got No Detours. Um, I did not watch The Simpsons uh, yet. I could not carve three minutes out of my busy uh, May the 4th. <laughs> Jesus. But, but, it, but it came out of nowhere. Like, I don't think anyone had any sort of idea that it was coming. Mm-hmm. So when I saw it, yeah, I was like, what's this? So yeah, I'll have to check it out. I'm also a big Simpsons fan. So uh, yeah, I'm sure it's good. Now, as far as the Detours thing goes, I don't, I don't ever put too much stock into rumors about that. Um, I would not be surprised if they decided to maybe just hold that back. Maybe they were going to have released it at Celebration um, and done like a Detours panel. Um, so maybe they're kind of keeping it maybe close close to the vest for that. So, so whenever you whenever you watch the Simpsons special, whenever you have okay. whenever yeah. you're able to spare three minutes of your precious time, <laughs> I'll probably have to break it up. It's gonna be like it's like the Snyder cut. Of... Oh Jesus, dude! <laughs> I just yeah, feel watch, like it, you're watch, it, watch it, watch it, watch it in three parts, minute one. Yeah. I'll like, I'll live minute. I'll live stream myself doing it minute by minute. So. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Let me know how you like it though. Yeah, um, but no, I'm I'm ex- I'm excited for it. I I always like all the the little Star Wars uh, cartoons and fun things. So, like the Family Guy Star Wars stuff, I really liked. Um, mm-hmm. I really like the Lego Star Wars stuff, so I don't yeah. assume that I'm going to not like this. So. There you yeah. go. Um, Danilo, thoughts on this short and Star Wars detours? Um, I have some groundbreaking news for you, Max. You I have not it. cut out three minutes of my time for this, nor have I cut out any minute to watch any minute of the Simpsons. Okay, moving on next. I'm not, I'm not entertaining uh, today. We don't accept that kind of negativity <laughs> on this podcast. It's not negativity, dude. I just haven't gotten into it yet. It took me this year to watch South Park, like to ever sit down and watch it. I know it was based on Columbine, but to like watch the show, it was the pandemic special or the mm-hmm. vaccination one. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I liked it. I thought it was really funny. So. If yeah. The Simpsons do something like that, if you have, like, a few episodes to tell me to watch The Simpsons, I'll probably watch a few episodes. But I need good Simpsons. I don't need, like, stupid Simpsons. I got you. I'll hit you up with something, dude. Okay. Um, okay. South yeah, Park is one then. of those things I'll watch it. where it's a little bit more raunchy. Like, it's... That's what I figure, yeah. Simpsons, like, it, it walks a fine line where it's adult and family. So both parties okay. can enjoy it. South Park, I wouldn't show a kid that. Is it, yeah, no, oh, the jokes <laughs> the jokes they were making in those episodes man I, I don't yeah. know about yeah, yeah. yeah. hilarious yeah 
pandemic episode was like, yo, this is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it in so long, right? But then I watched the pandemic special. I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> uh, pretty funny. Um, up yeah. next, we'll, we'll go ahead and combine these two. They also kind of randomly dropped these two things on Disney+. Plus: Star Wars biomes and Star Wars vehicle fly-throughs. Um, biomes is one of those weird things where it's kind of like a moving wallpaper for your TV, even though it's like an 18-minute thing that goes to different planets. Um, you know, the weird thing is, it reminded me of this moving wallpaper on Hulu. When I first had Hulu in like 2016... It was a February special, and it was a fireplace with Fabio laid in front of it. <laughs> and he would, <laughs> he would whisper I think that sweet, was only on your Hulu. <laughs> he would whisper yeah. sweet Wait, what, nothings what, to you. What Hulu, what Hulu did you get? <laughs> Look, yo. <laughs> and, uh, Hulu, Hulu After Dark? Are you paying any, are you paying yeah. any special? <laughs> Look, my mom was paying for it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, when I was watching this, the biomes thing, it reminded me of Fabio, so I have weird <laughs> 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 Brian, did you get to watch any of these? <laughs> and was Fabio uh, there? So, so I, I, I did watch, uh, the biomes and the, uh, the ship fly through. It did not remind me <laughs> of Fabio at all. Um. No, it's, it's interesting, and like you said, it's very much just like a moving wallpaper. Um, if you mm-hmm. have an Apple TV, like the screensaver on that is just kind of these flyovers of these cities, so it's basically like like that, except it's in Star Wars land. But uh, some of the, I, they all were pretty cool. A couple of them looked better than others, I thought. Um, I like the Hoth one. I like the Scarif, or not Scarif, um, the uh, Crate one. And mm-hmm. the, um, the Mustafar one, I think, were the, the three best. But yeah, and they kind of came out of nowhere to me they almost looked like tech demos for like the ilm x lab which is a little bit like yeah the, the virtual reality like branch mm-hmm. of industrial light and magic um so that's kind of what it looked like to me so i don't know if it was just like some renders they had and they're like hey let's toss this up there because there wasn't there wasn't much like music or scoring to it it was just it was just very much just kind of flying over these uh locations so but yeah pretty cool it was it's fine to watch. You could probably, you know, put it up on your TV or laptop while you're doing some work and just have it play in the background to have some moving image going on. But yeah, I'd rather have Fabio talking to me too. <laughs> Fair. Who wouldn't? <laughs> Silver. What are your thoughts on this? Did you watch it at all? I'm a little upset that I was not watching a shot of Sandy, shot of the beach of Scarif with. Fabio laying his legs short on the beach. I'm like, I'm really upset I didn't get that version. Um, Yeah, I got home pretty late yesterday, so I didn't really get to enjoy that much of a May the 4th festivities, but I went on and kind of fast. Looked pretty cool. Reminded me of that ride in uh, Disneyland or Disney California called Soaring Through the World, whatever, Mm. where you kind of, you're on this ride and it's like, yeah, it's like, you're kind of flying through like you get that experience of you're flying through all these you know different you know parts of the parts of the world and stuff so i thought it was really cool um to be honest i didn't watch the whole 18 minutes of it i just kind of like fast forward to mustafar and wanted Mm -hmm. to see how legit it was and it's pretty cool 
Um, I thought they did a great job with Mustafar. But no, it was really cool. And I like that what you guys just said. It just, you know, it totally, you know, reminds of, you know, the... Yeah. Um, I mean, I got to try, you know, maybe I'll do the... Put on my Apple TV and just have it, like, as, you know, the background. But I didn't really spend too much time with it. But I thought it was really neat. It was something different that we got on um, May the 4th. And that's kind of cool to have an option to have on, I guess, your Disney Plus. Um, but. You know what I think should be your Apple TV background? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a legit... I'm putting it in the chat Fabio, right now. This is, I found a picture yeah. of it. Look in the general chat and you can <laughs> see. <laughs> there he is in all his glory. It's, hmm. And it was like an hour got, long oh. thing too. They paid him to sit there for an hour. And he's got champagne? Yeah, he, he whispers sweet nothings to you. It's kind of sweet. Shut your mouth! Oh, so like he completely like talk, like he moves and stuff. It's not just the image. No, he it was him. He'd talk and move. He would like fake laugh to you. He'd be like, <laughs> he kind of sounded like uh, Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it gets even better. Let me show you a picture of what what else he does. What else he brings? It's it's awesome. It's tearing me apart, man. <laughs> He brings in cats. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I like the cats. Oh, wow. He's playing with the cats. <laughs> I was going to say something, a joke, but that was fine. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, it looks <laughs> yeah. really funny. I like it. Um, I always get a crap. Like, Fabio, it's so funny. He just reminds me of, you know, at the grocery store where they have novels? Yeah. You know? Yep. There's always like yeah. those little romance. Paperback That's the novels. only time I see really see. Yeah, they just like you know, they just have like those little romance novels and like how like Pedro Fabio always like at a like um, aisle at a grocery store in the section. Do you guys remember Big Time Rush? Yes. Yeah, dude. Um, what kind of question is that? Okay, dude. Uh, I, the one I, I, I just know of them. I don't know. Yeah, I just know of them. I don't know who Fabio is. I don't know. I didn't watch any of the May for the Fourth stuff. Okay. Except for the Bad Batch. Okay, dude. Well, anyways, um, Fabio was on Big Time Rush once. <laughs> That's why he looked familiar. I looked him up, and I knew he looked familiar, dude, because I knew I what saw him. What the hell was he doing on there? He was just there, dude. <laughs> Making money. He was getting paid. That's what he was doing. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break and go oh, over he our... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> let's go oh. ahead and take a quick break and go over our rating system before we go ahead and talk about the Bad Batch series premiere and the A-Team. We'll be right back. The Galaxy of Film rating system is based off planets featured within the Star Wars films. From our highest rating to lowest, here is the order in which we rate these films. Number 5. Coruscant, the entire planet is one big city. Number 4. Bespin, it's pretty far, but I think we can make it. Mining colony? Yeah, Tabana gas mine. Number 3. Like you did by the lake on the boat. Number 2. Set your course for the Hawk system. 
And lastly, number one. Gotta get back to Jakku. Back to Jakku! Why does everyone want to go back to Jakku? And we're back from our break. Let's go ahead and talk about the Bad Batch series premiere. This sucker was 70 minutes long, dude. Danilo, go ahead, give us the breakdown. Okay, so we open up on a black picture. There's no voice, there's no little life lesson there. So I took nothing away from this episode. Um, <laughs> and where do we go? We see the Clone Wars logo. And we're thinking to ourselves, this ain't the Clone Wars, my dog. What are we doing? But then it starts to light on fire. It pulls a Hunger Games Katniss Everdeen. And it turns into the Bad Batch. How cool was that? Then we hear a narration. Still no life lesson. Thanks, Dave Filoni. Guess I couldn't learn anything from your television. Anyway, though, we open up on a little planet and we see these green uh, clone troopers. And then we see droids. And then you're like, what's going on here? And then we meet a Jedi. And I was scratching my head thinking, I know this Jedi. I don't know where from, but I know this Jedi. And then we see a little kid. And I'm like, oh, jeez, dude. Are we going to have to watch Order 66 go down where they kill another kid here? What kind of, you know, what kind of show really is Star Wars? Seeing all these kids die. Anyway, though, <laughs> we keep on going. show keeps going. And we see the Bad Batch. We're finally introduced to them. Clone Force 99. You know, so we're like, oh, my God, that's them. The Bad Batch. And then what happens? Dun, dun, dun. Order 66, and you're like, oh shit, I just watched this a year ago, goddammit. Do I have to watch it again? <laughs> and we do watch it again. And who was that little Jedi boy? That was Caleb Doom. Not Doom, but Doom. And you're like, oh, Rebels. But why does his voice sound like he's 45 years old? <laughs> That's because they use the exact same actor. Which was pretty cool, actually. Anyway, though, here's little Jedi uh, Master just absolutely just got obliterated. You felt bad. The clones turned against the Jedi, except for Clone Force 99, which was weird. However, Hunter, uh, no, not Hunter, Sniper, Sniper Boy, uh, he turned. It seems like he was the only one affected by Order 66. Anyway, though, they're like, okay, time to go back to HQ, you know? get our eggs in one basket, see what the hell's going on here. They go to Camino, their home. And what do we see? A bunch of clones there. And we're like, yo, dog, why are all these clones here? And then they said, Chancellor Palpatine, who's now Emperor, is giving a message. And you're like, ah, shit. What's he saying now? So he goes up there, and we see a nice big hologram, hologram of Chancellor Palpatine, Emperor Palpatine's face, all mutilated, you know, shit looks like a ball sack basically and you're like do i really have to see this in 3d animation style again and we do and he's like galactic empire big fucking whoop and the bad batch is just sitting there going like what the fuck's going on anyway little did we know they have little hotel rooms on camino for every clone nice so the bad batch returns to their little hotel room and this little girl follows them and you're like yo fuck's this she's like my name's omega and you're like that's a weird name but a cool name nonetheless anyway though then we see a shuttle come and now this part gets pretty interesting because you're like yo galaxy of film where's grand moff tarkin 
Well, he's not a Grand, and he's not a Moff yet. He's just Tarkin. And so who comes in? Tarkin. So Tarkin comes down his stairs. You know, and while I was watching that, I thought to myself, you think they have chats to themselves about, like, who's supposed to walk first? You know, the clones walked first, but then Tarkin sped up and then walked in front of the clones to make it look cooler. But you think they, like, plan that out? I think so, and I think that would be kind of cool. Anyway, though... Tarkin goes in there and he's like, I hate clones. And you're like, dog, this is literally the Clone Wars. How do you hate clones? You know, but then we get a nice little callback to uh, the Citadel arc in Clone Wars, not the Bad Batch. And you're like, oh, that's why he hates clones. Anyway, though, he makes the Bad Batch do a little uh, nice training again because he's like, these people aren't listening to me. I want them to listen. And so... He uses live ammo on them. People start getting shot. Everything starts going to hell. And then Tarkin's like, I actually like the Bad Batch. They seem like they could be really useful in my empire. And you're like, ah, shit, dog. Here we go again. Anyway, though, the Bad Batch is like, we don't really like this, Tarkin. We don't know what's going on. And Tarkin's is like, I don't really give a damn. How about you go kill some people? So he sends them on a mission. And you're like... Oh, I wonder who they're going to kill. And then Omega's all like, take me with you. But then Hunter's like, I don't think so, Omega. You're just a child. Anyway, though, the Bad Batch goes. They flee. And they run into these insurgents. And everyone thinks they were droids at first. Not us, because, you know, we're smarter than clones are. And we think it's uh, the fucking droid army or whatever. But it's not. It's Saw Gerrera and his little band of rebels. And you're like... Is that young Jin? But you don't know. Anyway, though, Saw Gerrera explains. He's like, hey, guys, you guys are fighting for the wrong side. Join us, you know, or die with the Empire. And Hunter, not Hunter, uh, Sniper guy, he's all like, I hate you. I want to kill you. But then Hunter's all like, no, dog, we can't kill him. And so then they get a little argument. Anyway, though, then they go back to Kamino. And Tarkin's like, execute them. But that didn't happen. So anyway, though, we then get back to Kamino. And you're like, oh, shit. They get locked up in the brig. Damn it. And then they escape. Good work. However, though, Tarkin took a sniper boy. And he's like, I want this guy because he follows the Empire. And he turned up his little chip to make him even more loyal to the Empire than any of the other clones. And then they, he turned into, I forget, what the, an elite clone trooper, I think is what they're called now. Or whatever. There's an Some action figure of it. Yeah, there's an action figure of one of them. Not of Hunter, but of one of them. Really cool, really cool. Anyway, though. Hunter then starts... Closer. No, Hunter, dude, is like, we gotta get Omega, because Omega's our other... Uh, what is it? Special clone or whatever? Not Echo? So they're like, we gotta get Omega, <laughs> and we gotta get out of here. So then Sniper Boy's all like... Crosshair. Yeah, sick name, buddy. He's all like, <laughs> I hate you. And he starts firing at him, and they start firing at him. Anyway, though, the episode ends. Crosshair is defeated. Tarkin is defeated. Not dead, but just, you know... Uh, one point for the Bad Badge, zero points for the New Empire, and Tarkin... And Crosshair, and they leave with Omega, and he's like, "We gotta go to J19." And then you're like, "What the fuck? What the fuck's J19?" But then you take a oh, do you want me to keep going? Yeah, go ahead. Yep, yeah. yeah. Then, then you're like, "Oh shit! Let me remember to the Clone Wars back in the day." You're like, "I wonder what the significance of J19 is." We go back to the Clone Wars, and we look at the next episode title. It's called Cut and Run. And you're like, "That's a weird episode title, but very fitting." But then you go back to the Clone Wars, and you're like, "Remember when?" Uh, Captain Rex got shot when they were trying to hunt down General Grievous. Yeah, I remember that, said everyone. Anyway, though, 
there was this abandoned clone there whose name was Cut, who fleed from the Empire. So you're like, oh shit, Hunter, are you going to see an old clone? And then that's where we leave our band of heroes. I hated the ending, though. I hated how they tried to go into hyperspace, and then it just stopped. Like, why didn't we just see them go into hyperspace, man? That was bad editing. Bad editing choice. <laughs> anyway, though, we're good. Um, I want to go ahead and I want to ask you first off. Uh, um, oh, hang on. Okay, never mind. We're good. Uh, yeah. Brian, no, you good. Brian, do you agree with Neil's recap? Do you have anything to add to that? <laughs> there is nothing that I could add to that that would improve it in any way. So, thank you. Uh, thank I'm, I'm going to leave it as is. No, I. So, the first episode of the Bad Batch uh, was amazing, right? I didn't know. We didn't really know where it was going to pick up exactly and what sort of situation we were going to see the Bad Batch in, but. Uh, yeah, started off with a big surprise, seeing uh, little Padawan Caleb Doom there, and it just went on from there. Omega, awesome. Uh, the story so far, awesome. Uh, kind of the little training simulation thing that they ended up doing was awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, really good. Yeah, really good recap. Um, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it quite a bit. So, um, Silver, what do you what do you think of the Bad Batch? Just general thoughts before we start diving into certain parts. No, I thought it was good. Um. I wasn't too when they announced that they were gonna we're gonna have a bad back series. I wasn't like this is what I really need and I've been wanting. So um, I like that we are in a era of time a time period where we it's not hasn't been really explored as much. Um, so that's really exciting. Um, but. After watching this first episode, I, I, I'm totally on board with this entire show. And I find myself very attached already to this, this Clone Force 99 and Omega, for sure. But overall, I thought it was a fantastic opening. Um, the opening scene itself was just amazing. Probably one of, you know, some great star wars there um but yeah i mean overall i mean they're they're setting you up for a um looks like you're entering the dark times now so they're setting you up for that which is really exciting yeah i want to um i felt the same way at first i was not thrilled that we were getting a bat bat show um okay. you know i love a majority of star wars content so like part of me was so excited i'm on board after this premiere to be honest with you um so i, I agree with what you're saying one thing I want to go ahead and talk about that I see a lot of people on Twitter upset is the appearance of young Caleb Doon, young Kanan. Um, Daniel, you mentioned it is Freddie Prince Jr. voicing him. Is that weird to you still? Or are you glad we have Freddie? Um, I don't care, really. <laughs> it didn't really bother me. Um, I'm with um, Silver here. I didn't think we needed this show. There was no doubt in my, when this show got announced. I'm like, here we go, here we go, revisiting a timeline which is just incredibly crammed. But okay, that's fine. And this was before Mando season two came out, so you know, I was like, it had my it had attention, a bit of curiosity, but I don't want to visit this time. I don't need every answer. I don't. I don't need every question answered for me. Then Mando season two came out, and Filoni lost his place 
uh, in my heart when that when I saw that season two. I hated it. I was not then not excited for this series at all after Mando season two, which just the fan service shoved down my throat. I, w- I was not looking forward to watching this. I turned it on before I went. I was off work. I woke up at 11, mm-hmm. uh, watched it for the hour and a half, and I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was cool. I think uh, he did a cool job of inner, uh, what is it, intermingling, putting in Caleb Doom. I actually kind of like that. I thought that was cool. That didn't seem forced to me, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't mind seeing K- uh, Doom or whatever. I think we talked about on the show before that, like, one of my biggest issues and one of my only real issues of Season 7 of Clone Wars was not seeing Caleb Doom. Like, we, yeah, get that little, mentioned- we get that cameo, but we don't get to see him interact with anybody. He's just there. Yeah, you mentioned that. Um, so yeah. I'm, this really fixes that issue for me. I'm, I'm so thrilled we got to see him talk and interact. And you had, like, what, five minutes of screen time? That's good for a show, you know? Yeah, um, it was all right. Uh, it didn't take thing, away from the focus of the show. What'd you say? It didn't take away from the focus of what the show was. Yeah, yeah, That's it worked out it perfectly. Yeah, and it's, it, I, I hate to reference them, but it's like Pulp Fiction. That small little incident that mm-hmm. made Hunter, you know, is going to carry Hunter's arc throughout this entire show, and we're probably never going to see Caleb, Kanan, K- uh, or whatever anymore. Yeah. I don't so think I think will. that's interesting. Um, one thing I, I really hope we can possibly see in this that I also thought was a missed opportunity in Clone Wars is maybe seeing Cal Kestis. Um, one, another thing, it was... I think I mentioned it before, again, of Season 7 of Clone Wars, which is interesting to see them revisit Order 66. One thing I was hoping to see with Clone Wars, you know, we have in Revenge of the Sith, we see Plo Koon die, Kiari Mundi, um, Ayla Secura, and, like, I think one or two other Jedi, very briefly. And with Clone Wars, I understand we it's... The, the, the focus became Ahsoka and Rex, so it made sense to see that. But... You know, the first two seasons of Clone Wars had so many different focusing episodes on these Jedi. I was really hoping we would have got to see some of the other characters that were missing from the prequel, um, from the live-action Order 66, in the Clone Wars Order 66. Like, uh, Barriss Offee, why not show her for a second? Uh, Quinlan Voss, remember him? Would have been cool to see him in Order 66 in Clone Wars. But he's with that Dark Disciple thing. Oh, you mean in the... Okay, I know what you mean. Okay, you mean in the Clone Wars show, season 1 through 6, not... No, I mean during Order 66. Yeah, he's doing something else, though. But I thought he, that was... Remember, because Darth Maul has Ventress's Jedi lightsaber, the, the, the one she rebuilds. Yeah, he's fallen in love with Ventress, I think, at this time or something. I thought she was killed by Maul. No, that happens after... Dark Disciple. Yeah, it happens after Order 66 with Ventress. Oh, okay. It um, jumps. It, it jumps. It's okay. Weird. It jumps, I think. Yeah. And, and I'm just saying it would have been cool to see more of those Clone Wars-focused Jedi have their Order 66 moments in Season 7. The ones that didn't get the screen time in Revenge of the Sith. So I really appreciated seeing Kanan's moment in in Bad Batch. I thought that was a nice little focus right there. Um, 
Do you guys have any final comments on Kanan? No, I like uh, seeing him a lot, and I sort of assumed that we would see um, either him or you'd mention Calcestis. I I assumed we would see you know, some of these uh, Padawans that you know, ended up surviving Order sixty six, mm-hmm. and I I'm just really excited, kind of for this time period. We've seen like kind of this immediate you know aftermath, which was the title of the episode. Um, in comic books, we saw it in Jedi Fallen Order, but we've not really seen it in a show. And they kind of, you know, you kind of get a little bit of it in Rebels, but that show is kind of more focused on the you know, forming of the Rebel Alliance and less about the hunting of the Jedi, although you do get, you know, some Inquisitor stuff. But I think that this is going to be really sort of dialed in on that particular aspect. Um, one other thing, I was really thrilled that they were able to do it is they had Tom Kane do the narration again. Yeah, as you know now, he, he did suffer from a stroke, and I believe his daughter made that social media post saying he may never do voice acting again. So it was nice to see that guy, yeah, his lines recorded for this show. Um, that was pretty touching, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you how did you feel about seeing Camino again, Silver? I was personally really excited for it. Yeah, that was really exciting um, to go back to Camino. Um, uh, yeah, I. Yeah, I mean, again, I think everything. It, it was cool seeing. I mean, everything that happened with Kanan. I mean, it was really awesome. You know, fantastic. You know, to see. I think it. You know, served well the story, especially the fact that we do get to get a different side of Order sixty six from the Bad Batch point of view of the Bad Batch. Um, uh, heading back to Camino was um, was yeah was pretty cool. I I've been having this kind of like debate with a couple a group of friends, but they're they're carrying a body after you know when the Bad Batch gets there and they're carrying a body from a Jedi mm. who dropped the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Is that supposed to be Shakti? I thought it was. Yeah, I think that it is. Okay. Yeah. I think, it... I thought so too, right? Is that six times now she's died differently then? I think it's four. Yeah. 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 Just don't, everyone don't, don't watch uh, Revenge of the Sith, that deleted scene or uh, uh, the Clone Wars uh, micro theory. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Man, they just like, they just love killing her. (laughs) God damn. Yeah. Um, No. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a huge little debate that we've been kind of having um, as, so I just wanted to know is that what we were supposed to assume. But, you I know, think so. again, I'm probably looking into. I'm kind of just looking into it too much, but um, but yeah, it was really really exciting to see to be on Camino again, for sure. Um, yeah, I just I just pulled up some pictures of her lightsaber hilt, and that's yeah, that's the one that fell onto the floor. That's her, right? Okay. Yeah. Jesus Christ! How do you feel about Omega, Danilo? Do you do you like the character? Yes, I do. I do. Um, I I don't. There's one thing I don't like. Are we talking about what we don't like about Camino or whatever? Yo, go for it. Yeah, just whatever. Comes okay. Mind. They keep on doing this, and it's and it's making me upset now. We won't see it again, probably, unless we get another show in this little time period. But they're milking that pal- They're milking things from Revenge of the Sith and putting it in the shows, and I like that. That's fine, whatever. But to see that Palpatine speech again, it's like, ooh, I don't need to see that. You know, 
I don't need to see that. I could have done with uh, what was in the trailer. Just the, that one line of, you know, they're going to reorganize the, uh, the Republican of the First Galactic Empire and call it a day there. I didn't need to see, you know, I didn't need to re rehear the whole speech. So I didn't like that. Omega, though, I do like. I like okay. Omega a lot. Um, I like that it's a girl, too. That's really interesting, actually, because um, they're all guys. Mm. And she says she's a girl. So you're like, well, that's weird. How the hell they do that? You know, because no clones a guy. You know, to my knowledge, as of this point, in, until we get Omega, and I like how at the very like midway through the episode, Tech found out that she's the altered, enhanced clone. You know, we yeah. don't really know what her powers are yet, and I think it's a bit of everything from the entire from the Bad Batch yeah. squad. You know, sniping technology. Like I, I think she's just OP, Omega, the Alpha. You know, so um, uh, yeah, I do like her character a lot. I don't know who she's voiced by though. Do Do you know? Did it say? I know it said, but do you know? It's oh, new. Hannah looked it up. I forget who it was, though. Yeah, her name's Michelle Ang. There you go. Okay. But yeah, it no, I really liked her. Is doing the voice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to go ahead and ask real quick. Um, Brian, what are some things you did not like in this show, or this episode? Some things I did not like. Hmm. I do think going uh, back to Caleb Doom, I th they could have maybe uh, tweaked his voice up a little bit to make him sound a little bit younger. It was kind of jarring, the the voice just being you know straight Freddie Prince Jr. There, um, I don't know. I'm thinking of of things that I didn't like, and I I thought that it was was good for for a first episode, and I think that's why it was longer because they just wanted to kind of mm -hmm. get all of the kind of the order 66 and the galactic empire stuff sort of in and wrapped up so they don't have to keep addressing it. Um, I'm okay with them doing the whole, uh, you know, Palpatine speech because you kind of have to, there's a fine line between, you know, alienating people who might just be turning on the bad batch and not know what's going on really, you know, against people like us that know, you know, everything that's going on and all, <laughs> all media, but mm -hmm. um, no, any real, gripes i have uh no i thought i thought it was fine and i think that it it already kind of sowed some seeds for how we're going to get to dive into the bad batches characters a little bit more so yeah over overall pretty happy i like i said they could have they could have tweaked that voice down a little bit or up a little bit but yeah i feel you on that i like i said um a ton of people have been very vocal on social media regarding the voice um, I think the only thing that did bug me a little bit, speaking of voices, was Saw Gerrera. Um, and I know it's the same voice actor from the Clone Wars, and chronologically this is correct. I'm used to Force Whitaker now, after him returning in Rebels and in Fallen Order. So I was kind of hoping to see Force, or the Hear Force come back. But it makes sense at the same time, so I'm not too, too upset about it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, that that's true. I would have thought that he might have been a little bit older, kind of mm -hmm. by this point, because this is only what you know, not that long before uh, Rogue One for him to age all the way up to how we see Forrest Whitaker in. Well, it's in that, almost so. twenty years. Yeah, that's that's true. I guess, but but in yeah. Fallen Order, I think it's like five or six. I think from we see. Yeah, that's, that sounds right. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, that was, that was my only real issue with it. I really loved the episode. It this, in my opinion, out of the the other animated shows, you know, for a premiere, blows Rebels out of the water, destroys Resistance. I hate that show, dude. I cannot watch. I've tried so many times to watch Resistance. I can't get into it whatsoever. Um, but I'd say for a premiere, this is this might be better than the Clone Wars premiere, in my opinion. I really enjoyed this. And that 70-minute length certainly did help. I felt like a kid again who was just giddy that I'm getting all this content, you know, three episodes worth of Star Wars at once, basically. So I loved it. But Silver, are there any things you hated about this episode? Yeah, the uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Um, voice kind of just—it was so funny. It just kind of took me out a little bit. I was just like, "This is this is silly." Um, he looks young, but he sounds, you know, uh, yeah. It, it, so that kind of took me out. It, it it bothered me a little bit, but I you know I got over it. Um, I think the only thing I—I I mean, uh, I kind of have a little gripe with is. Crosshair's character, um, just because in the beginning when Order 66 does happen and him and Hunter are, you know, hunting down uh, Caleb, and at first you're like, you don't know, you know, you're kind of confused, or you're like, is this Crosshair, does he have the chip, or is he mm-hmm. just doing it on his own, like, accord? Um, so I thought that would have been kind of, you know, interesting for him to just kind of do it like on his own free will just you know just because he's just gonna follow orders but at the end they kind of enhanced his chip so i kind of thought that was like a little bit of a cop-out but i mean again that was just something tiny i just thought i just thought it would been really more interesting if he just did it on you know on his own will where he would he did turn on his team because he up your your audio up they're back you're back you're good (laughs) following following orders um yeah so i just thought yes i up you're gone again what the hell silver your (laughs) wi-fi i mess with you x it's your wi-fi buddy jesus christ now we can't hear what's going on silver i i do kind of you all got quiet. Can you hear me? You guys can hear me though, right? <laughs> You're yeah. good now. I'm Continue. Like, I'm like, okay. Yeah, no. I, that, that was my... No, sorry. That was my only... Sorry, I've been like trying to wrap around again. That was my only problem. Or not my only problem. Okay. My only like, oh, like I wish they would have done this. Again, I got over it. Um, so I'm really excited to see where the story goes. Um, as far as... I know what... Daniel, uh, I kind of get what you're saying about, you know, seeing the Emperor's speech again. Um... I, that actually surprisingly didn't bother me because some things have been bothering me lately. Like, okay, we've seen it already, but I actually thought this kind of point of view was pretty interesting because when we do see it, it is Revenge of the Sith. It is like in a big room full of like, you know, in the Senate, but you're literally on Camino with like a, an army who's just like going what this guy is saying. And that makes it much more, that's what makes it so dark. And just knowing that, like, oh, man, like, this galaxy literally does not have a chance against this guy at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so just seeing it from that point of view was really, really, um, that was uh, fascinating. Um, I know you mentioned the whole crosshair turning thing. I was really expecting that to be, a, like, a gradual turning point. Kind of like um, mm-hmm. 
in comparison, Tony and Steve in the MCU, well, they'll be, they're, they're buddies, they're friends, but they'll have these rival moments leading up to a big clash against each other. I didn't expect for that to be a beginning of the series move. So that was kind of ballsy. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, Brian, you were going to say something. What, what, what were you about to say? Uh, I, was, I was just going to say, I, I kind of agree that it did seem like it happened pretty quick with Crosshair, mm -hmm. you know, making that turn so fast. But I think that they probably had to just in order to establish someone that's going to chase the Bad Batch around the galaxy because they don't really have anyone else that's capable of doing that at this yeah. time. Right, so they they just needed to get their uh, their big bad introduced. So yeah. I think I think that's why that turn happened so quick. But yeah, I was expecting yeah. it to kind of take take place over the course, you know, and maybe kind of, you know, towards season end kind of thing where he breaks off. I do wonder maybe if it's going to be a situation, um, you know, they have uh, Echo and Tech and kind of the knowledge they have about what happened with the clones. If there's ever going to be an opportunity to. Uh, get that chip out of uh, Crosshair and get them back. Kind of like with Rex in Season 7. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, I believe that, that wraps up for Bad Batch. Neil, do you have any final comments before we, we get some reviews in? Uh, yeah, I didn't like seeing Tarkin. I don't need to see Tarkin. Don't milk that character, please. Please don't milk him for just your money and, you know, for fans. I like not knowing what happens to him. I like having him being mysterious when he just pops in an episode every now and then and he just lays down his fucking iron hammer. Um, I do like where they're going at the end. Sagarera was cool. I don't need to see any more Sagarera, though. I, I don't need to see any more Kamino. I think we will, though, because we see that one shot of a, that another elite clone that hunts down the clones who didn't turn, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think we're gonna go back there and see that, and that that I'm fine with that, whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. I'm I'm happy, you know, that I gave the show a chance and watched it. Uh, it had to win me over, like I said, after the Mando season two, and it did. So I am excited for Friday. I'll be excited for the next fourteen Fridays or thirteen. Right? We're, like, we're getting uh, sixteen episodes of this total. Yeah, so, okay, so 15, 15 more Fridays I'll be excited for. Mm. Um, yeah, I'll be excited to see where it goes. Um, they're done, though. Like, that that's what I, that's the big question at the end. How does this, their story end? You know, because I never yeah. talked about anywhere else. And I was talking to this buddy at work, and he had this idea that Anakin kills him, or Darth Vader. And I thought that would have been pretty yeah. interesting. Um, I think that's the only time I'll ever need to see a Darth Vader again. But, yeah. yeah. Overall rating? Um, go, go ahead if you want to give a rating. I was going to say I wanted to save my and your rating for the end of the series. Oh, but if you want okay, to rate the okay. premiere, you're, you're more welcome. I'm saving mine. Okay, no, I'll save mine then. Okay, so, we're just so overall series then? Um, for our listeners, we're going to be rating, or not rating, we're going to be recapping the show every episode just like we did WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier. So stay tuned week to week for that. Um, we're holding our ratings since we're doing it every week. I'd rather rate the series as a whole. But, um, Brian, what is your rating for this premiere? Uh, so my uh, premiere rating uh, is going to be a Bespin and a half. Is that, is, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, it makes yes. sense. <laughs> yes, it does. That's a best, Bespin and one clown car. Oh, okay. Okay. Is there any any particular reason why it's not all full coruscant? 
no, just because I, I don't want to, I don't want to go full blown Coruscant after one episode because there's still, uh, like we just mentioned, 15 Fridays to go. So uh, I gotta gotta leave a little wiggle room up top in case it, you know, it just it completely blows everyone away. But a uh, very solid start. Very happy with it. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Silver, what is what is your rating for the Bad Batch series premiere? Yeah, I'm going to give it a best then also, just because, again, this was something that just I was not really excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, but after this premiere, I thought it was a fantastic premiere to get me interested. Um, I was just interested. I was just really invested in these characters. Um thought 70 minutes was a great you know we had we spent some time with them we were introduced to a new character that i instantly i'm already love omega um not to mention it's just it's just a it's be- I, I mean i haven't talked about just how beautiful the this animation looks there was just certain there's just some shots that just were stunning um i know the, the cliff where um between hunter and uh caleb was just yeah. I mean, was mm-hmm. that that looked like a Dave Filoni sketch or something? It was just amazing. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna give it a best spin. Uh, knocked it out of the park as far as the premiere goes, and I mean, got me on board for someone who just really wasn't really excited for. So, um, I'm really excited to see where the series goes. But not a best spin and a half. <laughs> oh, sorry, best spin and a half. Yeah. <laughs> It's so good. I'm glad you guys both enjoyed it for sure. Um, I believe that wraps up for a for excuse me the bad batch. Now it's time to go ahead and move on to the A team. We're talking about the 2010 remake and also some of the show. Um, everyone had a chance to watch this, right? Everyone watch it. Uh, I watched the movie for the first time ever at 10 o'clock this morning. So, yep. <laughs> Good morning, <laughs> Silver. Do you so, um, you watch this so as well? So my day, my day was great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I caught a little bit. I, I'm sorry, I caught some of it last night and the rest of it uh, this afternoon. Okay, yeah, sweet. so that was my first time for the for the first time. Oh my uh, gosh! Yeah, for the first time. Danilo, you you watched the A Team as well, correct? Yeah, I watched it a while ago. All right, you don't want to ask you, so go ahead and get started. <laughs> I don't remember it, dude. I, I watched it a while ago. What the hell, dude? You're supposed to do the thing. Watch it. They just go on a mission, dude. They blow shit. No, we're talking about the fucking the recap, A-team. asshole. <laughs> yeah, of the A team. That's the recap of it. Jesus. All they Christ. do is they go on a mission and they blow shit up, dude. The A team wasn't. The A team wasn't my favorite, bro. Well, well and then they you. get framed, and then they have yeah, to go on the and then they get, That's it. They get framed. Yep, exactly. That's <laughs> the bills in there somewhere. It's coming yeah. back to me now. It's coming back to me. I was <laughs> it's like, coming yeah, back to you. It's coming back. Six years too late, but coming back. It was just six years ago, and you wanted to... <laughs> this was on FX all the time. I have a story about this. I don't, don't make me do the recap, man, but I have a nice story about it. Jesus Christ. Okay, so we got a couple uh, ex-military rangers. They they kind of get together. They form a team called the A-Team. And eight years into their teamwork, um, 
the U.S. Mint loses some uh, some plates, and they have to go steal the plates back in Baghdad before the economy's fucked. And they're framed, they gotta break out and go... It's a fucking A-team. It's not that complicated of a plot. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, y'all yeah, just trying to get our... You would do a recap. Our fucking listeners love your recaps. They really? You... At work, like, a, a ton of people at my job like listen to the podcast weekly. Yeah, yeah. And I, I have I got Amazon backing you. Yeah, I only, I only agreed to right. be on the podcast for your recap. That was that was okay. I'll recap it. I'll recap it from what I remember. I'll recap it from what I remember. Okay, first let me start off with a story. So I'm like, I don't know what when this movie came out. 2013, 15, 16, 17, 2010. Okay, whatever. I'm 15 years old. I'm sitting down at my grandma's house watching FX Now or whatever, that little channel, and the A-Team's always on. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I watch the A-Team. Anyway, though, we're on a... So this is going to be completely out of order for all our listeners, because I got no idea where we start with this movie. All I know is they get a mission. We get a tank or whatever, and it blows through prison or some shit like that. Then somehow we end up in, like, where WandaVision was at the end of her season. Like on a snowy planet cabin log place. And then I remember everyone's firing grenades. Um, you know, <laughs> you know who, who's the Mr. T's in this shit? No, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the original, not in this one. Oh, maybe I watched the original then. <laughs> so Mr. T's in here and he starts firing shit. Sylvester Stallone. Is he the captain? He's not in this. Okay, who's the old guy who's the captain? That's now? Liam Neeson. Yeah, okay, Liam, that's it. So Liam Neeson is the old captain. Doesn't he throw his team under the bus? No. Okay, no. wrong movie, wrong movie, wrong movie. Maybe another Liam Neeson one. <laughs> anyway, though, they're in a cabin, and they're, like, torturing someone for intel, Ooh. aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, they are! Uh-huh, <laughs> got it. All right. And... I think it was a good happy ending. No post credit scene. There is there is a post credit scene. God damn it! All right, uh, post credit scene. Let's see if I can remember it. Uh, Eighteen part two. They have to set up. So something else happens in the end credit scene where it leaves the door open for a sequel. And then I think oh cameo by Mr. T. That was it. Cameo by Mr. T at the end. A shout out to the original A team. And uh, something else about the cabin. I know they break they broke they break into a wall with a tank, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. And then that's where it ends. Yep. <laughs> yep. Spot yep. on. More more or less. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm gonna go ahead. That's the recap. Fuck it. We're just leaving it as that. <laughs> yeah. I want to go ahead and start off by saying, see, this movie came out in 2010. I was 10 years old. My dad took me to go see it in a theater. And right after we went to go see it, I went to a barber shop and got a mohawk. Nice. I fucking love this movie. Nice. This movie still holds all the way the hell up for me. Um, so was your dad, was your dad, oh sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, ask. Was your dad like a huge, was he a huge fan of the original one? I wouldn't say a huge fan, but he, he grew up with it, yeah. Okay, cool, for sure. 
So it was got my mohawk that summer. I went around with like Sharpie on my hands, pity full on my knuckles. I oh wanted to be God. Mr. T so bad. Um, he got me into the Rocky franchise of Rocky Three, which is one of my favorite series of all time. Uh, I love this movie. I was I would never forget the quote where um, where Hannibal was like, you know, give me give me an hour, I'm good. Give me. Um, no, he's like, give me 10 minutes, I'm good. Give me an hour, I'm great. Give me six months, I'm unstoppable. I quoted that for all, all of middle school, for whatever reason. Whenever, any excuse I had, I quoted that. I'll also so never forget the, the scene. What'd you say? I what? thought your quote for gre- was grease me up from the Simpsons. That was elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your quote for high school? High school? Yeah, what was your quote? Oh, I didn't think about that one. I got a couple. Okay, okay. We'll circle back. We'll circle back. Okay, we'll circle back. Um, yeah, Just like dude. the A-team did. <laughs> um, I'll never forget the the helicopter scene. The You Spin Me Right... Yeah, I, I love this fucking movie. This is awesome. I rewatched it the other day again, early in the morning. This is how I started my day. Um, it holds the hell up. I love it. I think Liam Neeson is basically a near perfect casting for Hannibal oh. in terms of a remake. Um, oh. Bradley Cooper? Eh. Oh, well, I could take or leave it. You know. Um, I forget the guy's name. The guy that played B.A. Baracus. Good replacement for Mr. T as well. Yeah. Um, Quentin Jackson. Yeah. There you go, yeah. Everyone was great in this. I loved it, man. I, I'll never forget this movie. And I know we talked a couple weeks ago about blockbuster memories when we're talking about the last blockbuster. My copy of this is a blockbuster copy. Still in the the shitty tough case and everything. Yeah. I got it um, whenever one of the blockbusters is shutting down. This is one of the ones I bought. I'll pay you $10,000 for that. Mm. Sold. (laughs) You better pay for my haircut again, too. Really? Do it. Do it. Jesus Christ. Okay, for our listeners out there, 50 streams for this episode and Max gets a mohawk haircut again. Jesus Christ. Do it. Do it. Max, do you commit? Do you commit to it? 50 streams in a week. Okay, 50 streams in a week. I'm promoting the hell out of it. I'll watch this episode. (laughs) 50 times. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But I love this movie, man. I truly do. Uh, my only big gripe about this is... We hear it a couple times. I want more of the theme song. With any of these like 80s, 90s remakes, throw the themes. Don't be afraid to throw the themes in there. You know what I'm saying? Why not? We hear it a couple times, but not enough. Um... Would like to see more of the van as well. It's in the opening scene, which is nice. I get it's destroyed. It makes sense, but I would like to see more of it. You know, um, Brian, what are your thoughts on the A Team? So yeah, so today was the first time that I had watched this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is much better than I assumed that it was going to be. Okay. Okay. Uh, the, the acting is far better than it should be. <laughs> in the film uh but no it was it was a lot of fun um i had i had fairly low expectations for it but yeah i had a really good time watching it now i remember back i'm way older than you guys 
Um, so I remember back when this was coming out and it, like the hype for it was huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it came out, it had a huge budget. It was like well over like a hundred million dollars. They had all of these you know top tier actors coming in to play these roles and the hype for it was was out of this world. Um, I actually um, remember a big part of the hype because part of the film takes place in uh, Frankfurt, Germany, and they were filming that. Um, right at the same time, my wife and I moved to Frankfurt, Germany. So okay, uh, so so it's so it extra hyped uh, oh. there for that. But but yeah, overall, I would say that this is fun if you just want some sort of a if you just want some sort of a fun uh, action, you know, adventure story movie to put on, have some popcorn. Uh, this is a good one. You could do a lot worse than this one for sure. I feel you. I'm, dang man, I'm I can't believe this is your first time watching it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for first time. Gosh, I'm glad you liked it though. What is what's your favorite scene? Um, or just a scene that comes to mind? Yeah, so I I actually really like the way that it starts when they have, um, who's that? It's uh, I remember who's who's in there. They have kind of captured and they have they send the dogs in. Oh, they have uh, Adam uh, and captured. Yeah, yeah, Hannibal's there captured, and they send the dogs in because uh, they can't get his gun to work. Mm-hmm. And you think he's going to shoot the dogs, but he kind of backs up into the shadow. Uh, just the way that that scene looked was really cool, and I wasn't expecting uh, something uh, like that. So <laughs> so kind of attention-grabbing right at the start. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you have really fun scenes where they're in the plane, and it blows up, and they get in the tank and they're, para- yeah. they're parachuting down and somehow they can use the uh, cannon on the tank to slow their descent uh, mm-hmm. so I mean you have a bunch of fun stuff like that um, and then I really liked uh, when they're on the the army base or whatever it is there and they're kind of laying out the plan for how they're gonna you know steal all this stuff and make all these mm-hmm. contraptions to to get in and steal back the you know the missing plates from the mint and it's kind of spliced in with you know him laying out the plan, and then you're seeing him do it, and it's kind of voiced over by Liam Neeson as he's kind of walking through this plan. And they act they actually fall back on that a couple of times in the in the movie, but mm-hmm. um, I I like that one in particular there at the kind of at that army base or wherever that was. But see, a lot of movies like nowadays, like the with the heist or um, some sort of plan going in, they do that kind of. You know, here here's mm-hmm. the game plan. Here's the montage of us doing it while we let the plan. This is one of the yep. better examples of it, in my opinion. This is a lot cleaner mm-hmm. than some other movies. Um, yeah, I like. Yeah, I liked. Um, like I said, I like that kind of first first one where they're doing that and mm-hmm. where they're stealing the stealing the uh, that semi trailer that has all the all the banknotes and stuff in it. Um, I thought that one was executed better than the one kind of at the tail end of the film. But, but yeah, o- overall, yeah, fun fun movie, fun watch. I, um, I'm glad you mentioned the tank scene where they're perishing. That's my favorite scene, personally. Um, that is in that movie. A tank flies out of the sky, right? Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. I just didn't want to say that because I didn't know if that was a different movie. <laughs> that scene's sick. It is. I remember how much it was played in the trailers. Like It was the final scene with uh, Face screaming out of the tank. I love that scene. Silver. What are your thoughts on the A team? What'd you like? What didn't you like? Come on, you hear your voice. Um, yeah, so it was my first time watching it too. Um, I'm I remember like what Brian was saying. I do remember the hype for this movie. This movie was mm-hmm. like a, it was yeah, it was it was like a huge, I mean, just crazy like promotional for this movie. I remember um 
completely remember that. Um, and I don't know why I just never, I never watched it. And I feel, I feel like I've always just seen it just like on, you know, play on TV and stuff. Um, but yeah, I had low expectations for the movie also. Um, but I was actually pretty surprised. Um, I mean, it has the, yeah, like, you know, the great acting. I love Liam Neeson. I think, what, what was the character's name? Hannibal? Is that his name? Yeah, Hannibal. Yeah, Hannibal. I thought he was great. Um, I don't know. Again, I'm not really familiar with the original, so I can't really compare. Um, so I, I don't really know if, like, you know, if it's true to the original and all that stuff. But um, yeah, I thought he was funny. I thought I thought he was great. I actually enjoyed Bradley Cooper a little bit. He just had the energy of Rocket Raccoon, just like in a human form. I don't know, <laughs> kind of bizarre sometimes, but I loved it. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you just want to watch like a, you know, fun action packed movie, like on a Saturday afternoon and just like relax, I think it's a, I think it's a great movie. There, there's worse movies out there, but, um, yeah, again, just did not, it was, it was a fun, fun movie. We got my husband to watch it. I put it on last night. He was, he got kind of, he was into it. So there you go. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, a, it was a fun movie. So, yeah. Um, who here is familiar with the original stuff? Daniel, not me. Brian, what? You're... No, no, I know, <laughs> I know, right? I'm only familiar with it in that I know that there's a van and that there's Mr. T and the theme song. Yeah. But no, I never watched <laughs> the TV show. I think mm-hmm. I think it's because it, it was a TV show that was like by the by the time it was on, my parents were old enough where they weren't into it, and I was too young to be into it. So it just kind of like slipped through the cracks. Man, how fucked up would it have been if, like, you're, when I told you, like, hey, we're talking about the A-Team and the Bad Batch, if your only expectation was just watching a wrinkled Mr. T in a van just driving around town. (laughs) Well, that would have been, that would have been good, and I actually thought that, um, uh, yeah, uh, Quentin Jackson, who, who played, uh, BA, uh, did a really good job, you get the... It, it's a little cheesy, but I think he's in the very first scene of the film, and he go, he's going in and he's fighting those guys, and he has uh, pity and fool tattooed on his mm-hmm. on his hand. There, kind of kind of zooms in on it, but uh, that was fun. Oh, another um, part of it that I liked, I liked kind of the prison break uh, kind of thing. The montage, yeah, when they're going and Hannibal gets out and they get Bradley Cooper out, they like trap him into the uh, tanning booth and mm-hmm. carry him off. Uh, so that was that was pretty fun too. Yeah, man. Um, like it was pretty corny, just like the show. And Danilo, you you watched the show growing yeah. up? No, you just asked if we had any knowledge about it, and I have as, <laughs> about as much knowledge as Brian does. Yeah, <laughs> thank you guys, man. <laughs> I was hoping that like someone here would watch the show. I loved it. Growing you didn't up. ask. My, you didn't ask my thoughts about the movie. What are your thoughts about the movie? <laughs> I'm watching it right now. I like it. It's pretty <laughs> chill. I'm watching the. <laughs> them through the is, airport scene it is not right? chill no, no part of the movie is chill jesus christ I know, it's, 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 it's and chaos. the cups those red cups are doing that little magic trick mm. part. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the tank flying movie. out <laughs> and i like that part too dude gi joe was my was my thing man oh fair enough i, I liked some gi joe growing up i like some of it yo joe um yeah, the show is fun, man. Stupid corn. You get serious missions where they're going against like terrorists and whatnot. And I'll never forget the episode where they go against the watermelon thief. 
Oh. It's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, that I love the movie, man. I love this. This I guess I call it a franchise still, even though it's kind of dead now. Um, yeah. Super fun. I have great memories with it. I got to go ahead and I'm giving it like a, a solid Bespin, I'd say, because I wish I had more of that theme and I wish I had more of that van. Um, but you. Silver, what is your rating of this movie? Um, I'm trying to remember the rating scale. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with Naboo. Okay. Um, just because I actually sometimes... I sometimes enjoy just a, you know, just to kind of relax and just watch a fun action movie and don't really pay attention to the silliness of it. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just that, you know, I just want a fun film. And this is definitely one of it. So, yeah, I'm just going to go with Naboo. Um, I'm kind of in the middle with it. Okay, fair enough. I'm glad you enjoyed it at least. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I wasn't like, turn this off. No, I thought, again, it was just, they had some great actors, and yeah, there were some silly-ass parts, but whatever. Do I have to suspend my belief? Sure, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what are your what are your final thoughts and final rating of the A-Team? So, so my final thoughts, uh, we did need, we did need more A-Team theme, that's true, mm-hmm. but one of the because I, I did take a few notes uh, on this. Um, and one of the notes I took was that I actually did really like the score. Um, yeah, aside from not having not having that, Alan Silvestri did it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I liked that a lot. But uh, my my rating on this film, I'm going to go uh, with Silver. I'm going uh, straight Naboo on this one. So Okay, fair enough, fair enough, man. Um, you know, I, of course I guess so. Of course. I mean... <laughs> I mean, yeah, I meant I meant Coruscant is what I meant, not not Naboo. I misspoke. I got my planets Sorry. mixed up. No, <laughs> no, 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 Naboo for me. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a solid, solid watch. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, I, give, I give this a Coruscant going all the way to Mustafar, which is a ten. <laughs> this thing was. Dude, bomb. I fucking hate you. Literally, literally and figuratively, the parts I remember. They stuck with me, and those were cool parts. A tank flying out, the little red cup magic trick thing, the airport scene, and then when they broke that wall with a tank, and the post credit scene, and the cat, <laughs> and the torturing scene. Mustafar 10. <laughs> there you go, shit. Um, yeah, that wraps up for the 18, really. Um, Danilo, you, you forgot to remind me and I, I was hoping you Stream of the week. Stream, Stream of the week. week. There we go. Stream of the week. Do you, you Stream want to pick of this the week? week. You want to pick this week? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll do. I'll do two things actually. Oh shit. So that yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Hold your hold your peas and carrots there, Max. All right, dude. So number one. Number one. Um, <laughs> Invincible. Uh, I watched that show, that Amazon original show, a- anime, little superhero guy. That was pretty cool. Um, would I watch season two or three? Probably not, but I thought it was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. Um, lots of blood, lots of action for something animated. That was my first time watching, quote-unquote, anime. Um, 
And so I was like really surprised at like how gory they leaned into it. So, but it was cool. I enjoyed it. Um, Mark Hamill's in it. Rick Ro- uh, Royland's in it from Rick and Morty. Yeah, I heard of that. Justin, Justin Royland is in it, not Rick Royland. And yeah, I think he had good representation. Um, and it was funny too. Seth Rogen's in it. So yeah, great show. Now this show, two years too late, but a goddamn awesome show nonetheless. Watchmen on HBO Max. Dude, that show is nuts in such a positive, positive way. Did I watch the Zack Schneider ones? No, because those look like absolute horse shit. Did I watch this because it looked absolutely nuts and good? Yeah, I did. And it was. Had you guessing all the way up until the end. You don't need to know anything about the Watchmen to watch this. Maybe a little bit confused in the beginning, but they do a nice storytelling where they tie it all up at the end. Finale, bit flat, but overall series amazing. So yeah, watch both those shows. HBO Max for Watchmen and Invincible Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, you can get the Amazon Prime streaming service. Some people don't know that. Um, yeah, you're, so yeah, you're not wrong. I, someone from, I told many people at work that, and they're like, I can? And I'm like, yes, you can. I had people at my work, they were, I think they were listening to the podcast, and like, how I watch One Night in Miami, I was like, do you have Amazon Prime? Or like, yeah, but I don't want to pay for the, the streaming server. So I was like, and I think you have to pay again. Yeah, Rookie no. mistake, bro. Rookie mistake. <laughs> but that is going to go ahead and wrap it up for this week, guys. Um, Brian, thank you so much for hopping on the show this week. Where can our listeners find you? Yeah, thanks uh, for having me on, guys. I really appreciate you asking me on. Had a good mm-hmm. time. Uh, but yeah, if you want to find me online, you can uh, look me up on Instagram. Uh, it's at astro underscore droid underscore. Um, it's uh, 100% pretty much uh, Star Wars stuff. So it's just uh, whatever I've got going on that day mm-hmm. in my life that has to do with Star Wars. So uh, collectibles and books and stuff from Burger King from 30 years ago and <laughs> all sorts of stuff. So. And go ahead and plug in your other podcast too, man. Oh, Our other listeners yeah, need to and, hear you. And if you uh, loved listening to my voice during this podcast, you can find me on uh, my podcast. So I've got Drink the Movies and uh, the Evan Hawk podcast. So look up both of those. Uh, it's mm-hmm. at Drink the Movies on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. And then the Evan Hawk podcast, our Instagram is at uh, Evan Hawk podcast. So look those up and those are both available. All the places that you listen to podcasts. Uh, including this one. So, yeah, one day we got to get Cassie on this show, man. I've, we've been trying to work something out for a hot minute, but he just doesn't. <laughs> yep. Um, Silver, it's been great yet again. We got to do this at some point, another time. Where can our our listeners find you? If we can't hear you. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. You're just shaking Silver does not want you to find her, is what the what the problem is. <laughs> you just waving, just fuck it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I'll talk for Silver. You can find her on Instagram at Star Wars underscore thrifting. And uh, the YouTube channel is just Star Wars thrifting, right? Just Jake. And you can find her on YouTube at Star Wars thrifting. <laughs> Dude, she has that giveaway. She has a giveaway too. Oh, she's doing a giveaway. She's big. She's giving away some stuff. Um, when is the giveaway end? Let's see what what kind of stuff we got going on next um, week. Next week it ends. Two weeks. Is a record. Two weeks. There's yeah. two. 
no. Two weeks. Two weeks. Today. Today. Uh, it and no, it goes through Next May today. the 11th. May the 11th at 3 okay, p.m. May the 11th. Pacific at 3 Standard p.m. Time, uh, which is 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So Jesus get those Christ, entries in. Brian, you're fucking insane. You can read all that? Yeah. <laughs> My man's yeah. is yeah. on it. Yeah. Yes, I can read <laughs> things. That's that's two. That's probably three co-hosts out of four. Uh, I can't read. No, oh, well, Sorry. it was just numbers, so it was, it was a little easier. So I haven't go taken ahead. a math class in five years. <laughs> go ahead and give her a follow. It. Check out her giveaway. There's some cool stuff on here for sure. If I win, I want that damn class. That's cool. I'm missing that yeah, class. class. I got them all up here actually. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Thanks so much for. Coming on, oh, okay. Silver and Brian. What, what are you talking about, Daniel? I'm trying to talk. God damn, dude. I was going to be like, could find me, but that's chill. They can, I'm about to get to that. If you give me a second. Oh, my bad. My bad, bro. That's on me. That's on me. Yeah, it is on you, asshole. <laughs> okay, fix your Wi-Fi, buddy. All right. but um, Silver, Brian, thank you guys again for hopping on. It's been great. We got to do it again. Um, Next for our week, listeners. What? Next week, same time. Shut up. <laughs> what? Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Feel free to go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes. It truly does help the show out. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Galaxy of Film. We'll talk to you guys next week when we're talking about Donnie Darko. And we got the return of one Nick. This is where you say let's go or some shit. You're an asshole, dude. Dude, I was going to say congrats on graduating, Nick. If you guys have not wished Nick a happy <laughs> congratulations on graduating college, please do so. Why can't yeah. anyone? Well, we can hear you now. Oh, we can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Whoa! Follow me on Star Wars underscore thrifting on Instagram. Subscribe to my brand new YouTube channel, Star Wars Thrifting, where I go to thrift stores and find awesome collectibles. I'm currently having an awesome giveaway of a vintage Star Wars bundle, which ends next Tuesday. Thank you guys so much for inviting me on i had a great time brian it was finally fantastic meeting you yeah. danilo i love seeing your face again max it's been great love seeing your face also and bye guys I like the energy i'm fucking quick. talking yeah. about where was that energy she was building it up when when max and i were plugging her stuff she's like they are so terrible at this i need to get this audio fixed immediately <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Thank you guys so much for listening Dude, and we'll talk guys. to you next week. Bye, guys. Uh, you can find me. You can find me. 